Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free this is vsin's big bets with dave ross and amal shaw on vsin the sports betting network Hour number two of Big Bets here on Decent Dave Ross and Mall Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Going to have Jonathan Von Tobel join us in hour number two to talk all things NBA. But we do want to get to our pro tip for hour number one. Comes to us really in the Aaron Rodgers betting market. Now, again, the news today that Tom Brady is going to retire, you brought up an excellent point. If you're looking in the futures market out there for Aaron Rodgers, the likelihood that he retires we believe just went down precipitously because he doesn't want to go to the hall of fame and share that spotlight with Tom Brady. And the NFL, by the way, doesn't want that either. They want Tom Brady to go in five years from now on his own. And Aaron, if it's after next year, whatever you start the clock, then they don't want those guys going in, in the same class. So if you're looking in the futures market for Aaron Rodgers props, I would bet the no, whether or not he's going to retire, if you get that opportunity out there in markets. Because, again, Tom Brady, these markets were open yesterday. They're going to be off the board today. But today there's a better chance of those Aaron Rodgers props of him actually coming back, whether it's in Green Bay or not. But we don't believe he's going to call it a career after the news today of the GOAT. Yeah, I I don't think so. I think he's still going to go out there and play. And, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers, you brought this point up earlier in reference to talent. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate to say this because I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan. And I think he's a tremendous, tremendous player. But I kind of look at his, his career as a failure with one Super Bowl. Kind of like I look at Peyton's tenure in Indianapolis as a failure with one Super Bowl. You've got Marvelous on the outside, and you've got 87 from the U, Reggie oh, Wayne, and you've got Edge 
I mean, and you have an offensive line. Yeah, I mean, and they won one Super Bowl, and every year they won at least 12 games. It was like 12, 13, 14. I mean, they were just so dominant. To me, there are certain teams you look at and you go, you've got to win more than you have. And I think that's why that that play at the uh, one-yard line or the two-yard line against uh, New England for Seattle was huge. Yeah. Because the perception of them is completely different if you win two as opposed to one. I totally agree. And, and again, this isn't a knock on Aaron Rodgers out there, people. It's just a fact. Like, look, I'm a diehard Metropolitan fan. The 1986 Mets were one of the greatest baseball teams I've ever seen, right? They only won one World Series. They lost in 88 uh, to the Dodgers, and, of course, the Dodgers go on, and, you know, we we get the the greatest walk-off in the history of baseball by Kirk Gibson. But my mind goes to every time I see that highlight, the Mets should have been in that World Series in 88. Like, those are connecting dots. And I think Aaron Rodgers, there's a handful of them that you go, that should have been your Super Bowl. That's, you know, the Packers should at least bend. They bend to one. That's um, amazingly, I think, kind of sad in, in the grand scheme of things that they only bend to one. So what we're saying is we don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to go out like this on the curtails of the GOAT going out when he's been to 10 and you've only been to one. Pretty good chance in that prop market that Aaron Rodgers is going to be back. So, again, as a Visa Pro subscriber, you have access to up to 20 of those a day across the Visa spectrum. All you have to do is go to VEASAN.com. You can sort those out by show and or by sport. And, by the way, when we have JVT on later on this hour, right, there, there's a special pick segment every day that all you have to do as a Visa Pro subscriber, we got a picks page for you. So we have a guest on that gives us plays. They're going to be there for you. Amal gives us play today that he likes Oklahoma and, you know, roll boomer sooner. That's going to be on that picks page. So when you're a VEASAN pro subscriber, all you have to do is go to VEASAN.com, sort those out, find the picks page, and we're going to put it all there for you. By the way, I have a question. How do they have a college basketball betting contest here at VEASAN and I'm not included? I was, I was wondering the same thing. Kelly, you have any information on that? No. Oh, people ask me questions like that. Yeah, no, you know who to go talk to. I don't know what's I don't going know on who to go to talk to. I don't know. What's I try going to everybody. I try to avoid everybody like the bubonic plague. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm just curious. I saw that and I was like, wait a minute. You're going to talk college basketball? You're not going to have <clears> me included in there? But I guess you know. Hey, listen. Uh, I'd rather go with everybody else that doesn't bet it every day. But you know, that's just me. I I plead the fifth. There's no talk to your boss. <laughs> Let's get to the Super Bowl market here. I don't, even, I don't even really work here. That's what makes this so hard. <laughs> you, know, you can actually bet these props of them all uh, for the Super Bowl just by position. You don't want to give me a player? Fine. Give me a position. So by position, let me give you some numbers. Now, obviously, if you want to pick the quarterbacks, do you want to lay 650? It's probably not a bad bet. Uh, you normally, you would never say, let me lay almost $7 to win one. But if you had to, this would probably be the only time you'd actually do it. That if you like the quarterbacks, minus no. 650. Now, the wide receiver market at plus 650, is that going to be in play? Well, man, do the Chiefs have a healthy wide receiver? How about your tight ends? You got a really good one, certainly, in Kansas City. And another one that doesn't get the notoriety in Dallas Goddard in, in uh, Philly at 9-1. to one. Running back slash fullback 12-1. to one. D linemen, 25 to one linebackers, 28 to one corners and safety, 60 and 70, 75 to one respectively. And then the extreme long shots of your specialty guys and your O linemen at, at hundred to one. Dave, you're done. I'm going to try and wake up from that nap. 
Um, I just got to read out the no, numbers no, for no, those No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why you don't. Because the quarterback amount of 650, you can't bet it. Just bet either Mahomes or Hurts if you like the quarterback at the plus 110 and 130. I think those were the numbers we saw yesterday. Mm-hmm. If you like the wide receivers, you're going to take one either from Philadelphia. You're not going to go with Kansas City because Kelsey is going to be the guy on the perimeter for KC. You'd go tight end at 9-1 to one with him. But he's better than that. I think he's 10-1 to one or what have you. Devontae Smith is the most likely MVP from the wide receiver position because I think you could utilize him in a couple of different scenarios. Um, running back, fine if you want to go with that. Uh, Sanders, I don't think Kenneth Gainwell uh, will be a guy you would choose. He did have more carries than Sanders in that game against San Francisco. Uh, every other position possibility. But to me, the quarterback position laying 650 to win a dollar doesn't make any sense when you can take either guy that you, te- whichever team you think is going to win. Now, it gives you the benefit of having both teams in play here. I still don't have overwhelming confidence that Jalen Hurts is necessarily the MVP if Philly wins, mm. but to me, it's Mahomes if Kansas City wins. I think there's also, I, I, I mean, just to put it out there, there's still injury questions about both of these guys, right? right? Not, yeah. not that they're not, We I think we all expect them to start, but who knows what happens during the course of a game. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's maybe in different years, that bet might not be so bad if you had the bankroll to lay big juice, but I would not be going that way this year. I think it's a great, great point. I think with the injuries with Mahomes, yeah. you have a concern there. Jalen Hurts, I know you guys are a little bit concerned. I'm not as, as concerned about his health. I think he's fine. Uh, but I do think that you've noticed now teams that are better and you get in the postseason, you have better defenses. Jalen Hurts doesn't look like he's playing New Mexico State. No, it doesn't. If you can go back, let's say, four or five months, right, to, to when we were starting this show and certainly we're getting ready, we're gearing up for the NFL season. And I said then that the Eagles are 3-1 to one just to win the NFC East. And I thought that was a good play because we didn't know about Jalen Hurts then, right? We, we, we were still waiting. We thought, you know, some people were sold on him, other people were not, right? But I thought because they had Gardner Minshew as the backup, that even if Jalen Hurts wasn't the guy, the roster was good enough that they could, they could get it done. And I still kind of believe that to be true if Jalen Hurts gets re-injured in this game. That for three quarters, a half, maybe. Can we really say the same about Chad Henney? Now, he he turned my head no. with that 98-yard drive against Jacksonville because I didn't see that coming, that he could, he could negotiate well, that in that situation. So if there are injury concerns and these guys get re-injured, which one of the backups do you trust the most? Oh, it's Henney's what is in his 14th year. He's been around forever. Yeah, he's been around. He's had experience. He's been a starter in the league. Uh, I think that's a good question and a fair question to ask in case something does go awry for either of these teams. But I like Gardner. I, I mean, look, he's yeah. done a, he's done a good job. I, he moved the ball against the Cowboys. You know that vaunted D- Cowboys defense you told me about, Dave? Yeah, it is still vaunted. <laughs> but <laughs> it, was, it was not vaunted as much that day. By the way, let me give you a quick update on some news that might interest you since it concerns the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, Jerry Jones, Jones having his massive yeah, you got, you go ahead. Oh, no, he's just, doing it now? Just talking to all the reporters. Well, I've been texting him to you, Dave, but you know, oh, you're a professional. You've been busy. Keep the phone off. And this, what, you know, what are you trying Amal's to say? Amal's good friend, Calvin Watkins. You can, you can let him know. You can yeah. let him know. Well, hold on. Jerry Jones said Mike McCarthy will call the plays in a version of the offense he ran in Green Bay will be coming to Dallas. Woo! The, um, <laughs> He's excited about it. Like, yeah, do a Super Bowl. They want a Super Bowl. Like, I've, I've been the guy sitting over here going, somebody neuter and spade uh, Kellen Moore. I, I need an adult to run the plays. See, here's the problem. Is Devontae with Adams coming no, with them? No, here's the problem. Watch that. <laughs> he, he, th- he thinks because Miss Texas won Miss Universe, all of a sudden now Miss Alaska is capable of winning Miss Universe. It doesn't work that way, buddy. <laughs> Dak Prescott is Miss Alaska. And Aaron Rodgers in this example was Miss Texas or Miss California, okay? Put some You're respect not, on Dak- Dakota's name. 
I also, he's not that good. I won't respect him. He's not that good. Here's the other problem. Hold on one second, Cal. Here's the problem I have with Prescott. He doesn't understand. He is the problem in Dallas. So it's not Cal. You don't think this changes a thing as long as four is behind center. I can tell you right now, if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback in Dallas and Kellen Moore was calling plays, the Dallas Cowboys, we'd have been talking about them at length for two damn weeks. I've been nice. The uh I just this always brings back more questions about Jerry Jones and always having full command of the operations, right? Because another one that he had Calvin had tweeted out was Jerry admitted that there was philosophical differences in butting heads between McCarthy and Kellen Moore. It's like, well, what did you think was going to happen? Like, you bring in an offensive-minded head coach. And you keep the old offensive coordinator. People I, forget that, Kelly. When when McCarthy came in, Kellen Moore was still there. He was he was an even a hotter prospect then than he was this year, right? Because Kellen Moore was going to get a head coaching job at 14, apparently. So all of a sudden, they say, Mike McCarthy can't do anything. He'll be the head coach. But Kellen Moore has free reign of the offense. That's because Kellen and Dak had this symbiotic relationship, we were told, back then. Right? right, and what's happened over time is they went on. Um, Kellen isn't what we thought Kellen was going to be, and we need to trust Mike McCarthy. Now, if this fails, this I do believe is why Dan Quinn is also sitting there saying, "You know what? I'll pass on the Denver job. I'll stay here in Dallas another year." And if this thing goes south, Amal Kelly, I'm telling you, Mike McCarthy won't survive the season. Like this could be an in play in season. Move and well, you go, Dan Quinn, come down yeah. and you'll be on the sideline. I mean, when, I mean, when's the I, I don't even remember. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm sure about well, but remember, bring up the last time there's been a scenario of a head coach on the hot seat entering the season, didn't fire with, a coordinator with one of the most sought after head coaching prospects sitting upstairs as a coordinator on the same sideline, or yeah, sitting upstairs in this situation. By the way, I'm surprised McCarthy didn't say to uh, Kellen Moore. You know, he's a Yinzer. He's from Pittsburgh. I'm surprised he didn't line up and say, hey, let's go Oklahoma drill here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting, but that's what's going to happen in Dallas now. Uh, maybe look at your future plays accordingly. Come on back. More college basketball talk next here on Big Bets. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Allison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. Oh, <laughs> VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the Super Bowl, well, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer, so visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. The big news, of course, today, the big news around the NFL is that Tom Brady has decided to retire once again. This time he says it's for real. It's for keeps. No Tom Brady. Kudos to the NFL network. They immediately have gone away from their live programming and have put on the first Super Bowl game that Brady ever played in. That's the uh, the Patriots against the Rams. Was it 2000, 2001? So I think it might have been 99. 99? No, I don't know. You might be right. Nin- no, no, it can't be because Brady would have still been in college. Right. So it's like, yeah. but it was like, it's like we're watching it in between breaks here and it's low def. Like, like you, you just, you forget like but, how much time has changed since Tom Brady came into the league and won his first Super Bowl. But he looked huge like in that game. Pads. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Brady, shoulder pads. Yeah. Brady looks big. Like, right, he looks like he's 6'4", oh, 6'5", six, six, there. Yeah, he, but this is, well, he's probably eating meat back then. Right? And he's, <laughs> yeah. You're right, yeah. I'm assuming totally. that that's what Brady was doing before. We didn't Look know about TV 12. Come with, uh, not, not just the HD, right, but the shoulder pads from, like, Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders to, like, where we're at today. I, the, yeah. though, the, the big, the college guys were the, the huge. Ball. Oh, yeah. the ball. My, you know what I miss is the neck brace. Yeah, yeah the, the neck, neck brace was massive back roll, then. The neck roll. The, roll, yeah, the, the neck, neck roll. roll. That was great. <laughs> Wait, Vanderas still has one, but he has yeah. to wear He's got a bad neck. Um, so, again, that's the big news of the day. He won't be in his 11th Super Bowl. We're never going to see that. But we saw 10 Super It's amazing. 10 times Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl. Wow. Patrick Mahomes obviously is going to be quarterback in uh, this year. Again, going back to the Super Bowl against Jalen Hurts. There are some props out there that we want to run through before we get back to college basketball. Will we see any player 
with a 55-yard reception or more? If you think so, plus 250. How about a player to return a punt or a kick for a TD? My goodness, that seems short, 14 to 1. A non-quarterback. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. You, you think a player to return a punt or a kickoff for a TD at 14 to 1 is short? I do, because I don't know how many opportunities you actually get. Oh, I'm so- I apologize. I agree with you. Right? You know, I'm sorry. When you when you said short, I was thinking the other way. No, I, I, no, like, no. I, I, like, to I, me, I that should be like You're a correct. 25 I was to about, 30. Yeah, I was about to be like, man, if a ball shot is about to bet this one, that'll be the surprise of the day. Right. Like, cause, hey, cause, hey, Bidlin, I don't call you out when on things. You don't need to call me out, all right, buddy? <laughs> when you go just last name, that's when you're like. Are you 100%? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Bidlin. So, again, 14 to 1 there. Again, we just think that the opportunity might not afford itself there if you're getting. Because, look, people want to. People want to bet these. They see a big number and they think it's a good value. We're trying to educate that maybe all those big numbers are not the value you think they are. How about a non-quarterback to have at least one or more passing touchdowns? Ooh. Okay, so this one I've seen I've seen a fair amount of people bring up as a play that they're interested in making. I know it's a less sexy number, but I would just play the over two and a half, uh, you know, uh, players to throw a pass, right, or whatever. Yes. However, it's listed as a touchdown's a caveat. Well, the touchdown part plus we, as we brought up last segment, there is there are the injury concerns that look. I, do I think both quarterbacks are going to finish the game? Yeah, but if there is another quarterback that has to come in, you immediately cash that bet. That's so right. I, it just it gives you more outs. This is very specific, right? It's got to be a non-quarterback that also throws a touchdown, and that's twenty-two to one. I agree. Like, I, like that just—it feels like because Philly special is what runs through your head. I, I think both of these co- coaches know who their quarterbacks are, and the only way I think that happens is if you have an injury to one of the starters, right? Minshew or um, mm-hmm. Henny. I don't believe a non-quarterback position player throws a touchdown pass. Because who, who could throw one, too? Because, again, if you go back last week, you knew McCaffrey. He was the emergency quarterback for San Francisco. He actually threw one ball, like, 40 yards. It was incomplete, yeah. but at least he, he chucked one, right? Well, I mean, I would say it'd be someone on the Chiefs. Just And mm. I would – I would I guess I would be interested in seeing, uh, once these prop venues continue to expand, especially out here in Vegas, is there any bet I can make that's – Along the lines of what I saw out of the Chiefs' offense last week, that seemingly was had backs and receivers running wheel routes on like every play, ready to get a lateral from whoever was catching yeah. the ball further downfield. I don't know if that's a new wrinkle for that Andy Reid's throwing in for for the Super Bowl too, but that was clearly something they were looking at in the AFC Championship game. I I just don't think when you've got the play that you've seen out of Hurts this year. Excuse me, and we know what Mahomes is. Mm-hmm. You don't mess around with this nonsense. Mm-hmm. I always feel I like the trick plays are for teams that don't have the ability, right? You know, every once in a while you run a misdirection against Alabama because they have so much defensive speed and the guys are chasing the ball. You might get a play or two, but that's not – I just don't feel like this is something you should be doing with these guys. Yeah, about, we can roll to the next one. We already covered okay. offensive line to touch, uh, catch a touchdown, 35-1 to one a ball. You put it at, what, 100-1 to one or uh, more than that, I believe, the other yeah. day we hit yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And so we'll keep going on this. And again, to Kelly's point here, total players to have a pass attempt. The over here, uh, Kelly makes an excellent point. That number at plus money for over two and a half. Quarterbacks are going to get you two. Boom, you're booked. Okay. Now there's an injury concern you, that's easily going to cash plus a dollar eighty five. And then if you run the gadget play somewhere and throw one, maybe not for a touchdown, right? This gives you the out that Kelly's talking about. It hits two. And, and it doesn't have to be a touchdown, right? Could be a 10-yard completion. Boom. Cash it. 
actually think that might be playable. Doesn't even have to be a completion. Just got to throw it. Just yep. a pass attempt. Just got to chuck it. My only, <laughs> my only thing is, though, who does that? Because we know there are teams that they go. I, like, I remember Antoine Randall when I was in D.C. Yeah. They were running gadgets for him because he was a quarterback at Indiana. Like, he was a legit quarterback. Do either one of these teams have a guy like that that you go, not only, is, yeah, it's a gadget, but he's actually good at it and not just the gadget part? Like, I don't know that anybody stands out in the roster for either one of these teams to go, yeah, Miles Sanders throws a great pass. You know what I mean? Like, there, there are guys that played other positions, and they say, hey, coach, look, I can really chuck this thing. I highly doubt this happens because you're going to have a situation where you're bringing in Minshew and you just don't want to take the risk. He's not taking the reps under center, what have you, where they had a lateral to Jalen Hurts, and then he throws the ball, but it's not going to constitute a pass. But mm. I, I just don't think it's going to be the scenario. The only other guy I can think of, and this is a uh, shout-out to DJN Southern Jen, who always tweets into us, but uh, was Jarek McKinnon. Who, ah, Georgia you know, State? Yeah, the yeah, Georgia Southern. Yeah, Georgia right, Southern, at the time. Sorry, not Georgia State. But, you know, it was mainly a option, triple option yeah. offense, but, you know, did play quarter back and was recruited as a quarterback. So I, you know, it's one of those, is it, is it a, the handoff and throw back to the other side of the field situation? Maybe I don't, but he's about the only guy I can come up with. I got to say, I like that prop plus a dollar 85. It's pretty juicy for me. If I'm going to, and I have not played it. If I were to play a prop, this is the one I'm going to play over because, two and a half over two and a half, because we saw Andy Reid doing all kinds of crazy stuff last week. I don't disagree. Hey, Kelly, let's book it. <laughs> right? <laughs> this feels like a good one. So, I, I don't know. I just kind of think that two and a half might be the way to go there. If I, if Reed keeps going deep in the playbook like he was last week. Look, I would normally agree with you. I just don't think, when you look at the teams, you can take these risks right now if you're Kansas City, right? you got enough injuries. What happens if you send Mahomes out on the play and somebody blows him up? Right. I, I, I just don't think the risk is worth the reward. You've got the best quarterback in the world. Yeah. All right, last play of the game to be a kneel by a quarterback. I like the no here at plus 140. Because it could be the, the losing team with the ball. That's it. Or if it's a tight game, somebody's trying to move the ball. Could there ever be a scenario where the losing team's getting blown out so badly they take a knee? No, I, I think they still do a fullback dive. These, you're right. This is a good bet. These odds don't make sense. Right. Plus this should be closer to even. even. Now, again, you get screwed if the, the winning team's got the ball. Yeah, of course. I right, mean, that, like, that's part of it. But you're laying minus 175 there. Because there's no scenario where the the losing team takes a knee, right? No. Unless no. it's really blown out. No, right but now. even then they're not taking a knee. Fullback yeah. dive. Yeah. Okay. So that's a, that's more of a coin flip. So there's some value there at plus about 40. I'm writing that one right down right now for me to shop with. See, this is educational. Okay. Any team to score 40 or more points, good Lord. If you think so, plus 425. Could it get out of hand this badly for one team? Or we just just get a complete shootout, and they're, they're, in that case, you probably take an alternate line for the over. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right? Yeah. Now, I don't feel like it's going to be a blowout. I, think I don't either. Yeah, I mean, or extremely high scoring. Any team to get to 30 or more, I don't like laying $1.40 there. Do you? That's a high number. Very high. So if you think any team, either team, Minus gets to 30 or more – you got to lay a dollar forty. I think that juice is not worth the squeeze there. Yeah. So again, those are some of the props uh, that we have out there. Before we go to break, I do want to just get one college basketball game in. We'll try to sneak in more before the end of the show. But it is a big one. It's number two Tennessee Rocky Top going to Florida to the swamp of Gainesville. Uh, what do you make of Gators catching five at home? 
Rocky Top, you'll always be home to me. I'm going Tennessee here. I look, and you think my <laughs> singing of uh, "Get That Whole Coke Cokey High" hey is bad? Hey, at least the Big Orange has done something. Okay, <laughs> what is Virginia Tech doing besides giving us victories it's, on the road? It's 99 in my head every year. <laughs> Michael Vick firing tonight. <laughs> well. Listen, I, I think this Tennessee team defensively is great. Can they stop uh, Castleton in the middle is the big question mark. Uh, I haven't played this game yet. The two games I've played were X and, of course, Boomer sooner. But you don't mind leaning towards no, Rocky I, Top. No, I like Tennessee, especially if you, I saw four and a half some spots. All right. Uh, we'll get to that, that a little bit later on in the program. When we come back, JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel talking all things NBA next here on Visa. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The big game needs big plans for VSIN. VSIN will be in the middle of all the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and ce- uh, uh, celebrity interviews, I should say. Uh, our experts going to break down the big game. They don't want you to miss any of VSIN's coverage. Huddle up, watch, follow the money, the Lombardi line, VSIN final countdown, and VSIN primetime all live from Radio Row starting next week. For betting splits, expert picks, big game props, head to vsin.com. That's vsin.com. And again, I want to point out, every time we have guests on any of those shows, okay, throughout the week, as a vsin Pro subscriber, you go to the picks page that we give you every day. If you can't write them down while you're watching the show, you can go there and you can get those picks. Like Amal's Shaw's pick of... Boomer Sooner tonight. So you should write it down, people. Write down Boomer Sooner right now. But if you don't, we're going to put those on the picks page for you. And I know you have two games tonight that you already like in college basketball. Boomer Sooner's number one. Yeah, and X at the Cintas Center tonight taking on Providence. Both can be good games, but uh, to me, my favorite play is Oklahoma. Revenge spot here coming off that win against uh, Alabama. This is an important game for Porter Moser's team. Good opportunity tonight. All right, so again, that's Amal's number one play in college basketball tonight. Again, we talked about Rocky Top a little bit, lane five on the road against Florida. Would you look in-game, or do you think there is a lean there to be to be made early? Great, great point, Dave. I would look in-game. I okay. think the Gators will have an opportunity at some point in time to take a lead. The one thing with uh, Tennessee, a little bit, not particularly overwhelming concern, on the road in certain games, they haven't gotten off to the fastest of starts. I think down at uh, Tad Pad down at Ole Miss this year, got off to a bit of a slow start, could have gotten far better numbers than the eight, eight and a half that they were laying. I think they ended up either coming close or covered that number, but you could have gotten them at halftime to win minus one. I mean, so uh, Barnes's team is great. I, I think at times they're just better than everybody else that they're facing off in the league for the most part outside of Bama and Kentucky. Um, you know, I, I can't wait until the SEC tournament this year. It's going to be really, really good. Every time I hear Barnes, I think Barnes platoon, 1986 oh. best picture. Sergeant Barnes. Amazing flick, kids. Never sleep on an ambush. (laughs) Do not fall asleep on an ambush. That bingo square hit. Stamp it. (laughs) (laughs) Movie reference from the late 80s. Boom. Mid-80s, please. 86, best picture, Oliver Stone. The year I was born. Let's bring in Jonathan Von Tobel, JVT, of course, our senior NBA analyst. JVT, let's get right to it. Have you ever seen Platoon? Uh, No shot. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, oh, JVT has a steadfast rule when it comes to movies. Oh, JVT, really? correct me if this has changed, but he doesn't watch anything before he was born. Well, then he's missed that a lot correct. of great. He's missed a lot of great, great movies, including Blazing Saddles. Yeah, you got to go back and watch that, JVT. JVT's like, no, yeah. I don't. Oh, I will say, I know maybe you guys will be proud of me. 
So my mom got my son hooked on the song Ghostbusters. Oh, so yeah. we showed him we showed him the movie Ghostbusters and I think they came out with like 1984 or whatever. So I did recently break my rule and it wasn't <laughs> terrible although the production value was off. But so you and your son saw the Ghostbusters together for the first time? <laughs> that is fantastic. No, well, I think I I think I saw it like I'm sure I saw it cuz I have memories of it. So I think I saw it back, uh, you know, when I was young <laughs> before I established my rule. <laughs> Real quick before we get to the NBA, he's missed the greatest Christmas movie of all time that tells me Die Hard? Uh, no. There, hey, Jimmy T. Got it. Yes. Die Hard. Yes. Die Hard is the greatest <laughs> Christmas movie of all time. Uh, we saw some great action last night. Obviously, the Laker game, uh, kind of a, a big one. They get that win uh, in overtime in uh, Madison Square Garden. Let's talk about some of the action tonight because I, I, I do look at one game on the docket that feels like it should be a great game, but I'm seeing the number for the Celtics over the Nets, and they're laying nine. Is this one of those deals where – is everybody obviously KD is out here for for Brooklyn? Nine feels heavy to me. Is it heavy to you, JVT? Yeah, it's getting there. Uh, ben Simmons is not going to play today, Dave. So you know, there's that. He's missed the last two games, I believe it is, with uh, this knee issue that he's been dealing with. Uh, Yuta Watanabe is on the injury report, but he's probable a really good role player. You might not think, hey, that's not worth anything. It might not be to the point spread, but it looks like he is still going to go. But to your original point, like I kind of think this might be the case. And look, maybe the market's trending toward Boston because it seems like Robert Williams, who is questionable to play, is going to play. But you know, I wrote about this in the the morning report today. Keep in mind that Boston closed as eight and a half point favorites over both the Knicks and the Lakers when they played them in their last two games. So, like, like obviously, this market is telling you, oh, this version of the Nets is worse than those two teams. And I would argue that it's not, especially if Marcus Smart's not going to be out there, especially if Robert Williams ends up missing this game. So, really interesting, too, because if you look at where the Celtics are at from, like, a spread standpoint, they have failed to cover their last six games. It mm. gives us a clear indication the market is, you know, a little too high on this team. And I think we're probably starting to see evidence of that again, because to your point, like this does seem like a high number for a Brooklyn Nets team that has looked very competent and specifically competent without Ben Simmons out there. If you're, if you're wondering. Yeah, it's a great point. You bring out real quick one update. People that are unaware the Washington Detroit game in the motor city tonight has been canceled. Uh, Wizards yeah. stuck in Dallas due to snow, oh. icy conditions. They asked people to stay off the roads there. So hope everybody in the Metroplex is safe there. Um, what a good... Hey, Amal, real quick, and yeah. I think it's worth updating, too, to people. The Pelicans were in Denver mm -hmm. uh, yesterday because they were playing the Nuggets. They can't get out of town. Wow. So they play Dallas tomorrow. Uh, they are not going to leave until tomorrow. They're going to, according to Andrew Lopez, they're going to fly into Dallas tomorrow, play the game on the same day, and then head back home to New Orleans. So keep that spot circled for tomorrow, Pelicans, Mavericks, and see what the market does there because not the best situation for New Orleans. JBT, I want to ask you last night, did you happen to see the very end of the Pels-Nuggets game with about 7, 8, 10 seconds remaining? Uh, I was watching. You'll have to refresh my memory if it's something the specific. The Joker's got the ball. He's running out the clock. They're up by 9, I believe. The number on the game was 7, 7.5. Seven and, yeah. and then I think he passed the ball – to somebody on New Orleans who took the turnover, just threw it out of bounds, and then Denver inbounded the ball. There was no last-second yep. shot. I was like, I, go, I didn't realize Chandler Parsons is back in the league killing point spreads. So it's funny. I like So when I, I was watching it, right, but the game was put away, so I kind of looked away from the screen. I saw Jokic had the ball, and then when I looked back up, I saw the Denver Nuggets were inbounding. So Correct. I did not catch the sequence. Yeah, I did not catch the sequence in which they got the ball back because I was like, huh? Like, I thought they dribbled the, the clock out. <laughs> um, but you know, you get this all. I, I, 
it's weird because I think it's the gentleman's rule, right? Like, hey, if we're going to dribble it out, you don't try to score on us. So maybe that's what it is. But uh, come on, put the bucket up for everybody out there. I mean, but everybody else is breathing a sigh of relief who laid it, you know? Dave, he brings up a great point because I did the same thing. I looked away and I was like, why are they inbounding the ball? It should be New Orleans that's inbounding the ball. Yeah, and I guess that is the gentleman's rule, though, right? That if you're not trying to score anymore, you're waving the white flag, then we won't try to score on the other end. It doesn't always work out that way, but it certainly worked out that way last night for Nuggets backers if you're laying the seven as they win by nine. A couple other interesting numbers to me. Golden State on the road tonight, going to lay three and a half at Minnesota. Are we over the fear of Golden State on the road because they were just a train wreck to begin the year? Uh, I, I mean, they're at least putting up the results, right? They're uh, four and two straight up, five and one against the spread in their last six away games. Uh, and that includes, right, the Monday night victory over Oklahoma City. But remember in that game, like, it was not all, you know, butterflies and uh, roses there. They had a 21-point third-quarter lead that they blew. And the Thunder got to within two in that game eventually before Golden State, you know, kind of put them at arm's length and ended up winning and covering that contest. So they're still having their issues. Uh, but the market's in here. And I think really, and this is like the thing with this year, guys, it seems at least uh, a little bit more volatile than usual years. Or maybe it's just because we're in the heat of it. that You always got to be cautious with these guys and whether or not they're going to play. Golden State's one of these teams uh, that will handle these situations uh, in terms of injuries and whatnot. This is the first of a back-to-back for Golden State. So they're going to be on on the road again tomorrow. But what's interesting here is that they're not. Like, at least from the injury report perspective, it's pretty clean. Only Andre Godala has been listed. And uh, right now, the number's climbing in their favor because, one, I think, Dave, to your point, uh, people aren't scared of the road issues anymore. And, two, at least at this point right now, it does not seem there's any indication that they're going to arrest anybody here. JVT, I also heard, I'm not sure if you guys heard, Steph Curry made a very interesting comment. I want your take on it, Jonathan where he basically said about the, the taking the days off that we're talking about and not playing in every game, that basically he said, if I could summarize, don't blame the players, blame management. The players always want to play. It's those guys telling us we can't play. Do you buy that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's – so I've always been a proponent. Like, I, I tire of the bashing of players, Dave, because – I don't think people really understand what happens when it comes to the decision-making here. Mm -hmm. You know, outside of a few special cases, uh, there are medical staffs who have a lot of leeway and will tell the staff, no, he cannot play today. We have this, you know, evidence X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. And so players will be held out. Uh, That is the case for a vast majority of these players. So when we have these conversations about players nowadays being soft, (laughs) a lot of the times uh, these guys are being held out because medical staff is saying our research is showing this. We should not play him. Now, I said there are special cases, right? But we also have had pushback in those special cases. I'm talking about Kawhi at the beginning of the year. Kawhi's team is the one that wanted him to come off the bench. It was a nightmare. And so the Clippers medical staff told him, you know, in other words, kick rocks. We have to do this our way. And look, last night, 40 minutes for Kawhi, an incredible game. And he's looking better and better as the season goes along. So, yeah, no, I think you absolutely buy it because these medical staffs have the way that they want to operate. JVT, we've got about 30 seconds. February 9th is the trade deadline. Any particular team that you're keeping your eye out for that could be a potential mover or a player that could impact somebody on the move that might impact the betting market from your perspective? There hasn't been a ton, guys, but I would say this. Keep an eye on the Clippers who are in the uh, scenes. Driver's seat for Fred Van Vliet. Uh, there's a lot of reports that they might get FVV, and if that's the case, they desperately need a point guard. And he would really fill a hole on that roster. And that would be one that is a super awesome move. I don't know if it would necessarily move the market. They're as high as 14 to one right now. Might cut them down to like 12 or 11. 
But I think that's one that really moves things around. And that's it for right now, at least in terms of big names that would impact it. I feel like if the Clippers got me, JBT would be excited being a he Clipper fan. If, if he is a Clipper Can you come fan. off the bench and give him, give him 10? I can't, but John I'm just Collins saying. is out there, too, if you want him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jonathan, we appreciate it. As always, my friend, again, follow him on Twitter as I do, at me, JVT. All right, when we come back, we're going to put the finishing touches on this edition of Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. <laughs> <laughs> VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Next weekend will be the last weekend of football, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You can win up to 10 grand in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place a $10 bet or more in qualifying bets. You're going to get a square on the house. If your numbers of the square match the final score of the game, you're going to win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiverSquares.com. Back alongside of Marshawn Dave Ross here. We have some breaking news. It appears Jimmy G, your services are no longer required in the Bay Area. Kyle Shanahan has said again, he won't be coming back as the quarterback of the Niners. Why make that statement? I don't know. Just Go ahead. I mean, I don't know, but I'm sure he's getting a million questions about it right now, right? I mean, with the quarterback injuries that they have and now the Brady stuff. I'm sure, well, he's Brady's getting a lot retired. of questions. I don't know why he needs to why he needs to say it though. I, I just feel like there's no reason for it. You know, hey, listen, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, first, we're concerned about the health of Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. Hopefully, they're both healthy enough to compete in training camp. Because, you know, if Brock Purdy's injury is more severe than initially anticipated, then the, he could be out longer. You know, the shoulder or the elbow are two concerns for quarterbacks and pitchers. And, Big time. And so I think, you know, it's like a knee injury or a fibula for a, or a wide receiver or a DB because of speed. So I don't know if I jump to that conclusion right away and say, hey, you know, we're moving on from him. I, I get big picture wise that you're going to move on from him, but I, I just don't feel it's necessary. Again, in, in the prop market now, once you get him out there, like I said about a week ago, if you made me now, once we knew about the Brock Purdy injury, right, that to me, the only playable number is Trey Lance. To, to be the guy that gets the, the first snap of 2023 season. Because I, Brock Purdy, we, we all hope he comes back and he's healthy and he's fine. But the timeline doesn't look good for Brock Purdy because he's going to miss most of camp anyway. And that's on the good side of the timeline, right? If he comes back and he's fully healthy in six months, then he could be eligible possibly to get into training camp. Yeah. You know how this works them all. These guys, they're not there at training camp. They're probably not going to get – you're going to give the reps – to the guy that's there at camp, and that's going to be Trey Lance. Yeah, if he's not traded away, he's the only guy under contract. Jimmy, D, Jimmy G doesn't have a contract. I, I'll tell you what: if the Niners don't win a Super Bowl in the next two years, they have really screwed this up. Ooh, because talent-wise, this team—they probably should have won the game against the Chiefs, right? I mean, the Chiefs oh. are about eight minutes away from all of a sudden Mahomes getting talked dominated. about as great, but not winning a Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden they let that thing slip away. Uh, we know Garoppolo missed the throw to Emmanuel Sanders. The third and forever, though, where Tyreek yes, kills, exactly, right? I mean, that, exactly. that play, they got they basically stopped that. The Jimmy G play that he misses to Emmanuel Sanders never comes into play. And they're dominating that game for three quarters. But you're right. You know, like Kyle Shanahan, nobody, I think, is discrediting the job Kyle Shanahan has done. But I'll also remember in last year's title game against the Rams, they were dominating for three quarters, and the Rams came back in the fourth quarter. Very similar to the Super yeah. Bowl. So there has been a problem for closing. And what, what do they say? Uh, always be closing, ABC? Your ABC. Put that coffee down. That coffee is for closers. First prize, a Cadillac. <laughs> Second prize, a set of steak knives. So I don't know that Kyle has always been closing. Yeah. By the way, I had to give an 80s movie reference there for you. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. really good. Really well done, by the way. So, again, and also, I think the news of Tom Brady – Retiring today is also good news for Jimmy G mm -hmm. because it opens up the musical chairs of quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks. It opens up one potentially for Jimmy G. And now that marriage could be, dare I say, Las Vegas. 
because who's the who's the guy for Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, who's the guy there? Josh McDaniels. I don't know. I'll tell you right now. I would I would send the uh, the United Vans line truck if Derek Carr had moved somewhere else to bring him back. Are you kidding me? That is interesting. It, well, it, he's coming back. He's playing in the Pro Bowl this week for the Raiders. But isn't it interesting that 24 hours ago on this show, you gave us the news that Derek Carr, that not necessarily the Raiders were not giving him permission. That was the report, right? A day ago. Was that coinciding with the news that Brady was going to be retiring? Did the Raiders know that maybe their plan all along was to go get Brady? And then all of a sudden, once they realized, oh, Tom's retiring? Uh-oh, now what do we do? Maybe we don't throw out the guy that we've been married to for the last decade. And maybe we want to still have his rights. And so now, guess what, Derek? You can't just pick up the phone willy-nilly and start saying, I'm going to go play for all these other teams. You might be stuck here in the desert with us. I have a feeling that, burn, that bridge is burnt. At toast. Point. Yeah, toast. But we thought it was no that shot. way with Jimmy G last year. Right? And then all of a sudden, they needed Jimmy G. It's it's just interesting how all of a sudden a guy you say you want no part of anymore. Uh oh, now we need him. Now we need that guy back. I wonder if that's going to be the Derek Carr situation out here in the desert. It's going to be interesting. Um, you know the problem is though, all these teams are talking about quarterbacks ten through twenty. Mm. Right? We're not talking about guys that are winning you the Super Bowl unless you've got great teams around them. Yeah, and I do look at the news with with Brady retiring. You know, opening up maybe a spot here for Jimmy G somewhere else. It reminds me of, of Dave Letterman back in his 80s days. He used to have kids from New York City come and tell jokes. And they say, you know, that's a, that kid's really talented, but he's also the competition. Yeah. I think that's the way they looked at Brady. Like, we all love Tom, but he's taking up a spot. Let's be honest. He's taking up another spot for a, quote, unquote, younger quarterback to get that job. And now another job will be available. What does Tampa do now? Like, what are they doing? Are they rebuild? Now? Yes, exactly right. Full That's, rebuild. Blow yes. it up. Yes, he's right. You got a million, a million players over the age of thirty-four, or whatever, I, on the team. You got a you hard If I'm, I'm Devin tr- White, though, like I go, what? I'm in my prime, and this is what I got. This is what you say if you're Devin White. I live in a state with no state income tax. It's about seventy-six <laughs> degrees today. Remember, the, be- was- the beach is about twenty minutes away. Life I want to go to worse. South Florida. It's about a 30-minute so flight. we got to sell quality of life. It's always quality of life <laughs> when you live in Florida. Remember when they won the Super Bowl and Devin White was, was pictured on a horse with no shirt? I was yeah. like, man, that's living. <laughs> like, you just, you're just riding a horse without a shirt on. By the way, if I had Devin White's physique, I wouldn't wear a shirt to the show. The dude is just, he's built. Well, do that, man. Maybe we could uh, bump up the ratings or something. No, I, we Jeez. saw it with Adam Schefter. That's as close as we need to ever see. <laughs> so, again, they, they, sh- they should have put that rated X. I mean, that was a certified terror to the optical nerve. I mean, are you kidding me? Who wants to see that? They should have fired him just for that. Villanova Marquette tonight in Milwaukee. Bark twice but- if you're in Milwaukee. So Milwaukee, uh, everybody's excited that Shaka Smart is there in the great city of Milwaukee. They're laying six and a half. I think they're excited with the job that's happened so far. He's done a great job so far, right? Left Texas, now he's at Marquette, 14th in the country. What's happened to the Jay Wrightless Villanova Wildcats? You know, this team's had some injuries. I think that's one thing that you can't overlook. Uh, Early part of the season, they had some injuries to get an acclimate. I mean, this team is under 500. It is crazy to me to think that this team is under 500 right now. Uh, But... You know, we saw Whitmore didn't play a ton. 
so this is a little bit of a concern, but I, I just don't think the talent is there. And I feel like uh, Jay Wright may have pulled the Jimbo here. Got out. The at cupboard the right was time. a little bit bare. Get out. Yeah. Get out before you take the heat. Take, parlay that into a job wait, at wait, CBS. Wait. We win two national championships. Yeah, yeah. It's like the forgotten titles. Like Jay Wright did an amazing job at this little, you know, what was it? The, the call the big five in yep. Philly, mm-hmm. big five school. And now this is again, my fear at Syracuse that when Jim Beheim decides to retire, all of a sudden they become Villanova this year. First of all, it's an insult to Nova that you would even compare that. During that same tenure, they've won three national titles on the main line. You guys have only sniffed one. The other thing is this guy has been stealing money from that Syracuse University for the last half a dozen years. The program has been horrific, and all he does is chastise the young reporters from SU. Give me a break. I mean, the reality of it is my question is why can't you win? Why can't you get in the tournament? I'm sure you are excited that the NIT is here because you're going to get an opportunity to see your team up close and personal. Jimmy does not have a good working relationship with the Syracuse Yeah, but the, the, you know what the problem is? Quick sidebar here. When you work in these smaller markets, you can't go at these guys because if you can't cover Syracuse basketball, you're pretty much out of a job. But I wish these guys would say, you know what, hell with it. Go at them. Who cares? Yeah, I, I mean, you're right. It, it is. I've gotten thrown out of press conferences. You have? Hell yeah. What'd you do? I, Bill, uh, Phil Bennett scores for a touchdown to go up 12 with a minute to go in the game, kicks the extra point. And I go, why don't you go for two? He goes, what difference does it make? I go, well, that's probably why you guys won your first game in week six. Oh, bam, shots fired. No, it, it, listen, if you're stupid and I'm in your presence, I'm going to call you out on it. If I say something stupid, I want you to call me out on it. Just because you don't realize there's a benefit of going for two in case the other team somehow managed to score two touchdowns. Why would you want to lose by one? Did he go like, that guy, get that guy out of here? No, I, I, we got an email to my boss, and they <laughs> said we'd, we'd asked that I'm all not uh, cover SMU anymore. <laughs> And I was like, and if I'd known it was this easy. I was there uh, at a press conference with LeVar Arrington with, with the then Washington Redskins, and they had gotten beaten by Tiki Barber and the Giants. They ran the ball right down your throats, and he went, oh, that's the end of the interview. I didn't ask the question, but I went, that's going to answer? You canceled the whole interview because you didn't like somebody say so they ran it down your throats? You can get beat on by 300-pound guys, but if you ask them a tough question, watch out. Great point. I want to thank Steve McAdoo and Jonathan Von Tobel for joining the program today. Again, don't go anywhere. The final countdown is next right here on Decent. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. 
Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 